At three minutes past four, let's look at what's happened in the world of social media. Trending news right now. Let's talk to Lorato Tseking, who is CEO of Decode Communications and social media or social commentator, joining us then on what's happened in the past 24 hours in the world of Twitter sphere or social media generally. Lorato, how are you this morning? I'm very well, Asanda. Good morning to you and to the listeners and to the farmers. I had you, you gave them a special shout out. Yes, we shout out to all our listeners and all the different people that I think are listening. I don't know if they are, but I just, you know, wing it and see who could be up at this time. <laughs> but I'm not okay. I know I'm not okay. I'm glad you are. Maybe you can share some of your energy, Bluetooth some of your energy to me. I need two million rands, Lorato. I need two million so I can buy myself a house off the grid. Get my solar panels, maybe somewhere there in Zierbekom somewhere. It's fine. Sure. I'll drive to, to work every morning. So I don't have to deal with ESCOM, honestly. Uh, you, you know, in fact, I was trolled by a friend who's in the UK studying. I was just checking on him. And all that he asked was, uh, do you guys still not have electricity? And I just said to him that this is the last time I'm checking on you because you are such a troll. <laughs> you know? Just reminding uh, us of our woes. <laughs> No, no, listen, the the, the ESCOM remains the bane of our existence, unbelievably so. We don't deserve this. We are worth so much more. Not at all. Not at all. So it's uh, stage two that has been announced uh, yesterday, and it's back. Uh, We didn't even get a two-week break. I I thought it would be at least a month. It it wasn't even two weeks. Uh, And and I guess what, what, what is almost interestingly worrisome about ESCOM is that, for instance, now they, they then announce that, you know, they, they're struggling with uh, uh, the generation capacity. They mention all the all the uh, power stations that uh, they're struggling to get them back online again. They are not even giving us the reasons why uh, they are struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I know that South Africans are, are now at the point where you, we, we're not even interested in listening to, you know, any excuse or whatever the case may be. But at least take South Africans into confidence as to what is happening. Because we, and, and I raise this in, in the context of whenever there's a case of sabotage, I don't know if you remember there was some time ago when they reported that uh, there were people who were sabotaging one of the, of the, of the stations. Mm-hmm. They did mention it, right? So in this case where we are here again and they omit that kind of information, the question is, or at least in my view, they, they leave themselves uh, out for speculation where then, you know, there's almost a sense that this is something that they knew about and all that they always do is that almost five minutes to midnight, we then get an announcement mm. and we have to be ready for, for, for uh, some, some load shedding. They're also calling it load reduction uh, and they keep, it, uh, they keep giving it these different names. I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, for me it feels like now my intelligence is being insulted. At the end of the day, there's no power. It, 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 indeed, indeed, they, they are truly insulting our intelligence. In fact, so if you you like me and you have family in, in the township, right? Uh, my parents live in Karangua. They have they, they throughout even when when there's no uh, load shedding announcement by, by by ESCOM, they are literally load shed every day of the week, right? Mm. And they are told whenever they they, they inquire. Why are they being load shed? Apparently, they're told that it's being called load deduction and not load shedding. And whenever there's an announcement like now, so they will then get a double 
uh, you know, double switch off the normal load reduction that they get and the load shedding as per as per the, the, the schedule. So, so, so again, you then even see that uh, uh, certain customers, you, you know, are hit a lot harder. And 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 when when mm. when we just uh, you know juxtapose that with we must now celebrate Gauteng uh, passing the township bill. And when people are now living and working and trying to run businesses in the township, but they are subjected to daily uh, so-called load reduction, how are you then expected to be productive? How are mm. you be? How are you going to be able to produce the goods and services? Even if you wanted to, suppose you you are running a services company and producing a goods, right? You still require, uh, you know, the proper and const- constant and consistent electricity for you to be online because whenever electricity goes. The network, you know, is unstable. So, so you, you, this kind of, you know, insulting of our intelligence is just beyond all of us, as Andama say. Yeah, this is said to be in four provinces. We are affected in Gauteng, uh, the Eastern Cape, KZN, and Northern Cape are, are to be hit. And I'm wondering then if the next time this happens, it means we're going to be spared and the other provinces that are now not in part of the, the other five will be will be hit. We don't know. or I don't know what your thoughts are there. And, and unfortunately, uh, because particularly Gauteng and KZN, you, you know, as, as uh, industrial hubs to a great extent. So if you consider, for instance, Jenistin, uh, the side of town, majority of them, you know, they, they, they use electricity a lot more. So, so, so any other, uh, some sort of factories or production sites, they are likely to use a lot more of electricity. So, so I, I, I doubt uh, major industrial hubs are to be spared. I think, you know, as, as they try and, and ration and rationalize, uh, you know, how they, they, they run the, their load shedding and load reduction schedules, the likelihood is that the major industrial hubs will always be, be affected. The hours given for this load uh, reduction, in inverted commas, are 5 uh, p.m. in the evening, in the afternoon till 8 in the evening. But that's not the case because, I mean, from yesterday, we were hit at like 10 in the evening. So it's outside of these hours. And I think this morning um, we might see again. Uh, actually, this morning I did see on my way driving to work some areas next to me that were hit. So it would have been maybe around two in the morning that they were hit. So, I mean, the damage to our electrical appliances when they don't stick to these hours that they give. Do you think there'll be a point where we are able to claim uh, for that? So so the, the two, two things. The, 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 the first one is that ESCOM is one of, one of the worst things that is doing from a communication point of view is that they are communicating in a one-way uh, fashion, right? Where there's a statement that is issued or Sikonati does a, a manchancha, the spokesperson mm-hmm. uh, does a voice note and we then get to know that there's a, a, a load shedding or they even host a press briefing in certain, in certain instances, right? They then do not, uh, 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 you know, imagine if there was a platform of some sort where you and I could log on or anyone in, in South Africa who's affected by load shedding. We then indicate to them that, listen, according to you, these are the hours that you had indicated that we are, we are going to be load shed, but these, these are the, 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 you know, the hours that I was load shed, whether it was 10 minutes longer, two hours longer, or whatever the case the case may be. It causes inconvenience. So in, 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 in my sense, that way, ESCOM is then able to react or at least, you know, correct that because currently all that they are doing is that they put out the message and then the respective municipalities, 
you, you know, then have to switch on and off uh, as they, as uh, according to the schedule, mm-hmm. in certain instances, as they please. And then now going to the second to the second question that you, that you raise around claims. So, for instance, in Ekurleni, in in in, in uh, we have a WhatsApp group here where, where I live, and mm-hmm. on, almost on a regular basis, the the link is shared in terms of uh, what are the what what are the the conditions of uh, of claim, right? Cumbersome, uh, Asanda, uh, mm-hmm. but also you know, for instance, you are required to to keep receipts in certain instances, particularly uh, perishable goods. You need to take a picture of before and after. And, and I ask the question, when I buy grocery or any other person for that matter, when you bought grocery, who uh, ever takes pictures of their, their grocery because they, they then want they, they are claiming that they want to see a before and, and after kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But also, even even with that, there is there, there are certain goods where or when they, you get to a certain threshold, you are expected to even bring the stuff. So you should not throw it away. And I'm thinking... Why would I sit with rotten meat mm. so that I can show you as proof of evidence exactly. that the meat was rotten as a result of, uh, you know, the, the, the electricity? So, 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 so even that as well, there's not been flexibility from the municipality side in terms of looking at the regulations such that they one accept that this problem is persisting and is going to be with us for longer. Therefore, there's a need for agility on their part to say we understand that. You know, appliances are being damaged. People are losing uh, food uh, due to, you know, the electricity that goes on and off uh, on, on a regular basis. However, their rules are still as rigid. Also talking of power then, city power in another story, uh, another trending story, hashtag Chico. They're laying a assault or they've laid an assault charge against uh, Chico Twala, the music producer, who was arrested for pointing a toy gun at city power officials. He reportedly mis- mistook them as cable thieves. The team was deployed in his area after there was a power failure uh, complaint and they switched the power off. So he thought they were cable thieves. Tell us more in terms of this one. So, so you know, when, when, when uh, the Senzo Meyua case started, uh, for some reason, I went back to the Oscar trial, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, when, for instance, during the trial, when he was giving Oscar was giving evidence, he would then have to be given a bucket so that he could, you, you know, uh, just vomit. And I, I was thinking about all those theatrics, mm-hmm. and 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 I had likened that case with this one, right? And I know that these are two unrelated or maybe two unrelated uh, cases. Chico, for the longest time, because of his son Longwe. Who was uh, uh, in the house when Senzo Meyua was uh, was murdered? Mm. Uh, you know, has has always been at the center of the Senzo Meyua uh, issue, right? And of course, mm. uh, if you read the story, it, it almost supposed to sound like a straightforward story. Uh, you know, somebody who you know uh, saw people that he he was suspecting went and and threatened them because he thought that these people were were were, were cable thieves only to find out when confronting them, they're actually city power em- employees. Uh, but what happened, of course, again, with these things, you know, when, when if the case were to go to court, uh, we are going to find out what the actual uh, issues are. One, whether indeed he did assault uh, w- w- one of the, the, the contractors there. Two, it, you know, according to what the contractors observed, was it a real gun? Was it uh, resembling a real gun? Uh, mm. as Chico claims, right? 
you know, he's, he's not somebody who shies away from issuing, uh, issuing statements. You remember during the National Arts Council issue when, when there was the issue around the funds, uh, the, 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 the misappropriation of funds, he had issued a very long statement making a number of claims. So this is somebody who generally when he has something to say, you know, he, with his chest, he does that. So, so, so mm-hmm. I was unsurprised when he put, he put the statement out. But of course, the response from Twitter has been interesting. One, uh, a number of people, uh, you know, feeling that this is somebody who's almost trying to uh, come up with a PR stunt of some sort. Because when, 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 you, when, you, when you read the statement, then he makes references around, uh, you, you know, literally drawing inferences to uh, that he's been judged, he's bribing judges, uh, he's bribing the police minister and the likes. And to say, where, why would you then pull this in? If this was an incident about cable thieves, mm. it was an incident about, you know, you trying to protect yourself or at least the infrastructure around your, 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 your studio. So, so, so it, it, it's, a, it's a little bit, uh, or, or at least it creates a, a lot of suspicion and opens him up for speculation. But he's not somebody who's, who's, you know, who's not uh, shy of being in the middle of drama. You know, even if you remember the issue around the, the rights to Brenda Fassi's uh, mm. uh, movie and the likes. So, so, so he, he's that kind of a type. So that's why I'm saying it, it's truly unsurprising that we are here with this story. It does do seem theatrical, though, as much as, you know, it could have been a PR stunt, stunt or whatever he was trying to do. I mean, for him to say that the, this arrest, this one in the city power uh, issue, is a win for him. He's seeing it as a win and saying that all these evil people who've pinned him to the Senzo Meiwa murder case are now defeated. But how? How would they be defeated? Because that case is ongoing. And also this one is still being investigated. He's going to return to court in August. So, 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 and, and, and I guess you, you know, typically P, PR uh, people in PR uh, can give bad advice. You know, like even lawyers do give, give bad advice sometimes. It is possible mm. that you know, as they were gathered uh, around, and again, I'm just speculating, right? That you know, the question was, what is the issue? And the issue is that you are being perceived as this powerful person who's able to manipulate the system, who's able to manipulate people. What is the one way to then project you softer, project you differently, project you, you know, in a different way that South Africa? And that is why, even in, because he's he's not a modest person, right? Uh, this should have been said mm. by somebody else. In mm. fact, if he had wanted it to land that way, yeah. right? But for him to immediately after the arrest, uh, he then says, "Yeah, I'm, you know, it shows that uh, it's a it's a win for, for me." It, it almost, to a great extent, even shows that this is something that may have even been be, be stage managed, right? But then again, again, I always say when things go to court. Uh, fortunately, you know, a lot of it is uh, become, uh, is, is in the public domain, so it's easier for us to then make up our minds based on the evidence and the facts as they are presented by both sides, uh, both the prosecutor and the, the, the defend, the, those who, who are the defending attorneys. And then he left some questions for us in saying that uh, this sentiment he was sharing about it being a win for him and a defeat for the evil people, this was a text that was sent from his cell. We don't know if that means cell phone or it means the police cell, and we don't know what the legalities around that are. Um, that's, a, that's a bit encrypted as well to, to me. 
No, 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 ab- ab- absolutely. In fact, that, that was the other, the other thing that was highlighted by, by uh, Trips in the main, to say, uh, so, so while the, this, this, you may claim that this is a win for you, uh, as we understand the law, uh, whenever you are, you know, whether it's a holding cell or, or you go into to a proper uh, prison, ordinarily they take away a number of items from you, including belts, mm. uh, shoelaces, and uh, cell, fo- cell phones. And, 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 and that is why ordinarily, yeah, you, you know, you, you would not even have contact with the outside world whenever you, whenever you, you are, you are in, in, in incarcerated. And whether it's you know for, for that momentary period where you are waiting to uh, to for to stand for bail or whatever the case may be. So 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 it, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the the advantage of this case standing uh, or at least being heard in court, we are likely to hear what. Uh, are the series of events, or at least the sequence of events, as it transpired, uh, and whether he did uh, transgress uh, the law by being in possession of a cell phone, mm. uh, at, at, you know, at a time when he ought not to not to have to have had access to it. All right. Well, talking about murders, uh, the connection, I guess, to Senzo Meiwa case murder here. Uh, moving to another murder, such tragic news there, sad news of the. AFF senior leader Godric Gardi's daughter, Hillary, who's uh, been found dead in Nelspet after she went missing. She disappeared on Friday. This is uh, quite tragic. Yo, uh, Asanda, this is, you, you, you know, you know uh, one of the things that uh, is always so worrisome about uh, the, the kind of, or, or at least the level of cruelty that is meted particularly on, on, on women mm. is just astounding, right? And, and of course, you know, when, when we're on Twitter, we often see these uh, posters about people who have who have gone missing. Uh, in, in this case, uh, Godrich Gadi is a you know relatively well-known politician, uh, somebody who's active in our public discourse, even now, you know, as an active uh, attorney, right? And, and, and when, when, when they started sharing the news from Saturday onwards about, you know, just asking for people to uh, help uh, find Hillary, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, there was a sense of community where, you know, little uh, that, that was bad was shared. But it, I think it was quite unfortunate that once the news broke that uh, Hillary's body was, was found uh, in, 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 in the woods somewhere around Nelspreet, that there started to be, you know, a negative sentiment, particularly because of where she was born, right? We know that she, she was born in, in, in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then other people started making connections with, is this why, uh, for instance, the ESF has this uh, borderless Africa uh, kind of policy and, 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 and approach. And How did course, we shift to there? What is wrong with Twitter, though? I, I I tell you I I I, I truly truly think that people can be vile, uh, people mm-hmm. can be insensitive, but but also one one of the things that I've also observed is that there there were a number of tweets that looked similar, right, and they were, they were then literally copied and pasted by other accounts. So in my view, it is possible that some of them were really bots to then. Uh, you, you know, uh, fuel the conversation and steer it towards that way. But thankfully, uh, the, the, the sentiment around, you know, just one people uh, sympathizing with the family, sending words of condolences, mm. uh, 
has, has really drowned out that, that negative sentiment. Of course, uh, in the mix, uh, you, you know, having uh, or when it was announced that he was he was at, at the crime scene, mm. it, it was some sort of a it created again conversation, right? And the conversation again was, uh, what are you doing there? Because you are not a you are not a police officer, right? But also, uh, what is the what are the rules and regulations around uh, people going to a fresh crime scene, mm. right? Be, beyond beyond PR. And then there was a little bit of sentiment around. So uh, the, some are. Uh, you know, some animals are more equal than others where, you know, the, the people were raising the issue of, so are you going to do this every time when somebody mm. uh, uh, passes away or they are killed uh, cruelly? Or is it something that you only do because, you know, you know that there's, there's going to be media limelight around this because it's a Godrej, Godrej Gadi who's been affected. So, so th- th- there's a little bit of... Uh, you know, consideration that I think that, you know, uh, the police ministry needs to rethink this thing of, you know, always being the kind of first responder uh, from a politician's uh, uh, point of view. Well, our hearts uh, and condolences go out to this family. I mean, they're going through really the worst time. This is the last thing you'd want to deal with with your eldest daughter. She was 28 years old, uh, Hilary Gardy. And as a loss it is uh, for them, I think we should also view it as a loss for our community. She was, I mean, running her own business as an IT student as well and had adopted a three-year-old child. Just speaking to the kind of future she had and the kind of contribution she wanted to make in this world of taking care and adopting a child who's now three. Absolutely. And and, and that is why I, I think that one of the things that South Africans must never lose is the individuality of people, right? So that if a Godrich Gadi is an EFF member and he's a, he has his own views or whatever political attitude he has, Hillary exists as an individual, mm. you know, uh, who, who in her own right, you know, has done phenomenally well, right? And, and it's for those reasons that, you know, we must not be uh, this kind of silly people that, that, that connect uh, unnecessary dots yeah. that ought not to not to be to, to be connected. But most importantly, we always need to you know uh, read the room asunder. And anyone you know, I always even say, even when Emuloi has died, you know, uh, rather keep quiet. Yeah. You, you, you know, instead of saying all the vile things, rather keep quiet. Absolutely, I agree with you there 100%. Let's end on a bit of entertainment news. Uh, talking the Met Gala, we saw all the images on social media, all the great outfits, some of them crazy a little bit. So everyone is talking about Blake Lively, the US actress, about her dress that she wore at the 2022 Met Gala. I saw a bit of this. What did you think of this dress that even changed color at some point? Uh, listen, I, I, I think that Blake Lively really lived up to her surname, right? Yes. She really made it. <laughs> she made it lively. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, this is why yeah. you're a communications and PR <laughs> expert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, firstly, you know, the the, the, the thought of a, a dress that one honors the occasion, uh, uh, you know, to the T. For, for instance, I, I, I had read somewhere that... Uh, some of it, uh, not only was it inspired by New York City, mm-hmm. for instance, there would be, you know, setting uh, the, 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 the color, the, 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 the shimmering gold, 
mm. it was you know the, the to, to pay homage to the Empire State Building. So 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 the, 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 there were a number of things that were in her dress that literally symbolized one or other aspect of of the, the New York City. And of course, you, you know when, when when you look throughout uh, social media. Uh, I've, I've not seen anyone saying anything bad about one her, uh, her role as a as the co-host uh, of the event. But secondly, even the dress herself, uh, and, and I think it's, it's absolutely outstanding uh, to, to have had her. I, I imagine that you know it's going to be the talk of uh, the, the time until the next Met Gala, just yeah. like what uh, when Lewis Hamilton last year, you know, when he bought a whole table and he just had a different uh, designers. Uh, black designers, uh, you know, sit around around the table. That that, that story trended for the longest time. I suspect that uh, with Blake Lively, it's going to be the case as well. Yeah. If if she's not going to inspire other dresses for for many occasions that we are going to see, I'm sure mm. it will be absolutely. And it's always interesting for me to watch that. Uh, maybe even a, a bit funny to see how the partners of these you know wonderful stars wearing these awesome gowns how they look on that red carpet when they basically just go to the background and no one cares about them. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, uh, he was just a plain guy that nobody cared about. Everyone was looking at Blake Lively as he was uh, her partner. I don't know, maybe if you've experienced this with your beautiful wife looking great in the events you go to and no one cares about you. <laughs> everyone no, looks no, at let, her. <laughs> no, listen, it, it happens most of the time, especially when you do traditional <laughs> African attire, right? So mm. one of the things that I always say is that so you find that uh, the the woman is, has this beautiful dress, you know, with a colorful, you know, print, and 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 then the guy looks like there was an off cut from the material that was left over from the woman's dress, and then they just put it on either in the pocket <laughs> square or on the neck. <laughs> so, so, so I guess you know, men are likely to always fade into the background in, in, in this instance. And we must accept mm. that's our faith, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys, that's all it is. <laughs> no, indeed, indeed. And, and we must accept that. We must not even try and outshine you. We must like, now listen, uh, this is my job and I must do it telling you where. Yeah, mm. I was uh, surprised to see that what, there was a, a proposal on the entry carpet, on the red carpet, New York City Commissioner of the Department of Cultural Affairs got engaged there, Lori Kumbo, to her partner, who is Bobby Olisa. Is that the kind of thing you do, though, there at the Met? Don't you think they were kind of stealing the limelight there? Or is it, a, I don't know, would you, how would you, how would you, <laughs> I guess, see that situation? Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, sometimes people must do is to literally just say, listen, I'm going to hedge my bet. And uh, if, uh, if, if I, uh, you know, I'm able to catch the moment, I do. And, 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 and I think, you know, have, having at least looked at the sentiment around uh, the, you, you know, the engagement, th- there was not a lot of negative sentiment around it, right? Mm. Of course, had it been that she said, uh, or she hesitated, <laughs> then it would have been a different story, yeah. right? Because th- that's, the risk, that's the one risk that, 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 that you run. And 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 the, when you've hedged your bet, you you must live with that. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, all went well, uh, and 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 everyone is happy. Yeah. Well, let's leave it on that note. Hashtag Met Gala. All the beautiful clothes there. I liked Alicia Keys's one as well. I don't know if you saw her outfit. It was really I did. awesome. Yeah. I did. No. No. Listen. She, she she's the owner of uh, the 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 house. 
the Tony Stark house. So mm-hmm. so I was expecting her to rock up in an amazing dress, right? Absolutely amazing. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Mm. Thanks again, Lurato. You must have a great Wednesday. Thank you to you too, Asanda, and to all the farmers. Uh, we, 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 we need to, to ensure that food security is our thing, but the, 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 the food must not be that expensive as well. Yes, know? absolutely. Yes. And we've got a shout-out for you. I forgot to tell you, last week you had already gone off-air with us and uh, one of our listeners was just shouting out and saying how much they appreciate you. I think it was someone ah. from Rustenburg. I don't remember now the name. <laughs> ah. No, no, no. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Asanda. All right. Have a great one. To you too. Thanks. Lorato Sikeng is CEO of Decode Communications and a social commentator. Now trending news here on SAFM.